Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is dating after divorce. How to get back in the game. Let's find out. Hello, hello, friends. Thanks for listening to Kinda Dating. Uh, Hey, as always, you know, right off the top of the show, I always ask for a favor because, yeah, that's how it works. Um, Tell a friend about the podcast. That's it. Simple, easy, uh, but very, uh, I would be super grateful if you did that. Um, Today's topic is dating after divorce. I have a great guest uh, with me here today. Uh, He is a writer, director, and geek space i'm gonna it's i say i know i do it all the time you didn't do Geekscape as bad as stanley stanley podcast host really yeah stanley, it's, it's like three times we were like no no it's geekscape and he just kept saying dickscape and i was like well yeah, i still no, have to I say it. your name geekscape podcast host jonathan london how are you good how are you i'm good i'm a little nervous this is a this is a topic i haven't discussed on my own podcast oh uh, snap and the geekscapes the geekscapes have been listening to me for 10 years now some some 11 years yeah it's so crazy and, that you've uh, been doing this and, since time yeah and, and so they know me incredibly intimately and and uh and i and that's a that's something i love having with my audience but this this specifically is a topic that I've not discussed, um, and so it's an exclusive. It is an exclusive, and I don't know how guarded I'll. I don't think I'll be very guarded here. I just, you know, I'm super positive about everything, uh, and I think that the, the the things that are negative are things that are internal, and I don't have much control over those. You know what I mean? So I, I hear you. I don't hey, want to hey. exist in vagaries, and we will get down to details, friends. I, but. I, I feel like I need to. I need to pet you right now. <laughs> And just calm your nerves. I'm not going to complain about that. This is a safe space. You are good. Yes. You're in good hands. Cool. I feel good. There's, yeah. there's four of us in the room. So yeah, if anything exactly. happens. Aisha and Mason are here. Yes. Although they're they're, they're on your side at the moment. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope to win them over. They are also here just to call you out. No, or call kidding. the police. No. We'll find out. Um, I, I don't want to break hearts by asking this question, but I ask this question Go to every it. guest off the top of yeah, let's the show. Yeah, let's do it. Single or in a relationship? <laughs> oh, uh, single. Yeah. But, but kind of dating? I, I don't know. Uh, single. I um, Yeah, no, I'm single. And you know what? I am single for the first time since Y2K was a problem. Wow. Like I, that was, that was some, remember I remember. everybody thought the world was going to end? Yeah. It's still going to, I mean, it's still going to end. It's not, yeah. just not going to be a weird techno virus based on the <laughs> clocks we put in our PCs, uh, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But uh, we didn't think so back in the summer of 99 and I was single and had the coolest summer. Like I was an intern at MTV. I was. I used to you know, intern at MTV. And it was in New York, and I was between my sophomore and junior year at Penn, and I was young and fit and totally lonely. <laughs> I could not get a date to save my life because I discovered Pokemon Yellow or po- no Pokemon Yellow hadn't come out yet. I discovered Pokemon uh, Red, and I played that all summer and. Totally just was single in New York, not dating anybody. And I ended up beating the game and like a month later got a girlfriend in college that I kept through moving to California and uh, meeting my ex-wife, Laura, uh, a little bit after we had broken up. And it was just like, so when I tell you that I have 
not been single since that summer in 99. Wow. I'm being sincere. And that was, well, you guys can cut the roots, cut the, cut the tree in half yeah. and count the rings on that one. So wait, how, how, it was over half my lifetime, how no, long not, have you been single for now? Uh, I, the divorce filed uh, a few months ago and I've been single. So I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how any of that stuff works. The gray it's area. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's, you know, and I think the people who've been divorced listening to this uh, it will, will understand when I tell them what in, incredible mind fuck the entire situation is where I still like wake up in my apartment like not knowing where I am. Yeah. Like for freaking absolutely thinking that aliens, did you, that like aliens that abducted me like dumped me there. You guys moved out like you left or is that, I left. Yeah. Okay. And you know and 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 uh and there were you know there were things that just I mean it sucks let's, because Let's give people a little context. Wait, well, how how long I, I don't want to I'm not going to pry into years. details and stuff. Okay, so you but guys was, were 11 uh, but together 11 years. 6. Got it. And didn't work I, out and Yeah, and and it's crazy because the mind f's still happen, and because oh, I mean, yeah, because obviously the geescape is like know all about us, and 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 she is wonderful, and I talk to her, and we see each other during the week for you know logistical reasons or friend reasons, and it, and and I and I leave those meetings being like Jonathan, like what the fuck happened? Like what did you do? Um, how did this slip to your fingers? And obviously if you told the kid seven years ago on his wedding day, like the happiest day of his life, still the happiest day of my life, that every, that I'd be sitting here on the, you know, talking about how things ended, I, I, I wouldn't have believed you. Uh, um, what I would tell that kid is that if you're going to aim for the moon with someone else, as a co-pilot, you need to know on that day, like that there will be variables thrown into your calculations that have to be addressed at every step of the way, or you are going to blast past the moon by thousands of miles. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can look at the night sky and you can see the moon and point at it and be like, okay, I'll have to do is shoot a rocket, you know, at it and I'll probably hit it. Um, that's so not good enough. Uh, you know, for any relationship, and so um, well, yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I was like Gary Sinise, being like, "What the fuck is happening?" Trying to figure out how to like squeeze more energy out of the damn Apollo thirteen. I was like, "What's happening? I don't know what to do." And there's, um, that's one of the biggest issues, though, too. Right? Is like nowadays they say you know people get married and it's like a fifty percent divorce rate, and a lot of it is also because people maybe didn't step in. I'm not saying this is your situation, but some people didn't step in thinking about all of those other things that could happen in life, you know, or had the skill set or tool set at the time. Yeah, I mean, she's wonderful and she's incredible. Yeah. And she's amazing. And, it's not, and, it's and, not and about that is, people and that being is a good or bad. major They're part very... of the mind fuck is like, dude, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Like, what is, like, sincerely, what is wrong with you? Um, but, uh, like, going back, I mean, but, but, I mean, going back, like, way back in my life, like, do, like you know, I buried, a, you know, my older brother when I was 17, you know, he was killed and when oh, we were in high God. school and just like, there's, you know, and before, you know, then dealing with the divorce of your own parents and in growing up in, in a in a household where, you know, you think that when your parents get divorced, <laughs> you're the normal kids because everyone else had to see their parents making out with each other. <laughs> and like the divorced kids were like, well, that sucks. And <laughs> that's just one of the hits you're going to take in life and getting never. over that 
fucking... hit. <laughs> Getting over that hit of divorce, your parents divorcing, and that reality is what's going to make you a tougher, better person. Um, but then, you know, the, a couple years later, you know, having to deal with with my older brother Daniel being killed, I was just like, you know, I think I had developed into somebody who who where the codependency just really crept in. Oh yeah. And so, so the codependency thing is something that like now I'm, you know, now that I'm reentering the dating scene and trying to develop, like, I don't know if I'm capable of a relationship, but which is crazy to me because when you literally, literally, when you said the intro to your show being why people are afraid of commitment, I was never the person afraid of commitment. Mm -hmm. I valued commitment. I want to build something I wanted to do, but the commitment I had lost was mm-hmm. a commitment to myself. Yeah. And it was, you know, and I had become somebody who, as long as everybody else was okay, I could be that little dog in the meme where everything's on fire with the mm-hmm. coffee mug, just being like, yeah, everything's fine. fine. I'm yeah. fine. And, and, um, but and that was is, a difficult thing. This is what, this is one of the reasons I really wanted to talk clearly one, just, you are this is clearly very fresh for you um which yeah and uh which is great i mean not great it's 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 very uh helpful for listeners i'm sure because i've had people who are um a lot of our listeners have either uh dated people who are divorced or uh have have recently come back because of that this is why i really want to do this to kind of uh, exp- uh you know explore um the feelings that that uh and the kind of fears that are um, attached to that and, you know, how can we overcome those things to be able to, you know, be free when we're coming back in? Well, I, I will say this. I will say that at the end of every single one of those self-walloping sessions where I tell myself, like, where I say, hey, what is wrong with you? What would you do? Is, is I go back to that core of why, which was like, you know, I... It was me. It was me realizing that in wanting something, wanting to belong to something so badly, maybe because of having dealt with loss early, uh, I had put the cart in front of the horse as far as I was concerned. Mm-hmm. And that, um, you know, she could have, she, I mean, she could have done a million things for me. It was, I don't know what I I don't. I didn't. I didn't have so many answers. Question like yeah. so many questions answered about myself that I was absolutely spinning. I I bit my nails every day of my life up until the day I decided I I had to leave, mm-hmm. and it was in and it because it was about me. It, like re, like realizing that I had completely lost course of who I was mm-hmm. and where I was going and what I wanted to out of life, and it stinks because. When there's an incredible person <laughs> there, it's like. Well, I mean, how there's a lot. There's a lot of, of guilt, and and there's a lot of like you said that that f- uh, feeling of failure, um, you know, to yourself, to somebody else. I dated somebody when uh, on off guy that people have heard about um, on the show. His I, I nickname him Bruce Lee. That's sure. not his name, but that's no, his nickname. It'll work. And um, because he owned a martial arts studio. He's the dragon. And, <laughs> He's and, the dragon. You know, uh, our very first date, he said to me. Um, I'm divorced and I have rage issues. And I was like, okay. Mm, mm. And I, but you know, stupid young me, I was like, oh, he's being honest. <laughs> I'll fix him. I don't want to see it. Well, like, I, no. trust me, I didn't want to try to fix him, but yeah. I was like, okay, it's not going to be that bad. And then because 
the relationship was going well and I was a fit, it just freaked him out so much hmm. that he went the complete opposite way. And he would mm. always tell me he was compl- extremely, he felt like he was a failure. He felt like marriage meant 10 times more to him than it might have before because he knows what he felt he did to his ex-wife, um, who are, you know, were also friendly and all of that stuff. Um, but then he never worked through any of that grief himself um, or with somebody else and so it was constantly being brought out in his future relationships um, not just with me we broke up or whatever and then after that other people he dated who were great but he just kept being like did you learn any strike techniques before you broke up Strike technique. <laughs> Did you learn anything? I actually, Did you, get you know, any I, amazing it's really funny. I, well, a the little Iron bit. He, he's, he showed me a couple of things, and I was like, I'm not. No, listening. no, PG, please. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, the rage. As I told you guys before the show, the the anxiety is new, the panic attacks are new, and the rage is new. I have this, you know, this this sporadic anger, and I'm like, when people know me, they're like. Jonathan, like yeah. he's always like happy-go-lucky and the funniest guy, and and uh, and I will get these periods of like just acute frustration yeah. and anger or irritability uh, that are really quick. And I, I you know, I, I'm I meditate a lot so I can d- detect when they are rising in me or that that I am in the midst of it, and say, "Listen, man, this is going to pass." Deep breaths. But this I think the other pass. thing with you, and listen, I don't know you enough to make too many comments. Well, we met but, at a phone party, yep, so that says exactly. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly where we met. Yeah. Um, we met at San Diego Comic-Con at a party. Um, where I meet most people. Right? <laughs> Welcome to Geekscape. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I feel like, you know... Um, Maybe the rage part is good for you because it seems like you're one. If you're a really positive, uh, kind of uh, chirpy person for the most <laughs> part, uh, and then you repress a lot of those feelings, then they tend to come out during these times because you know there's a it's a, it's science, guys. They say energy is neither created nor destroyed; it's merely transferred from one state to another. Well, I've allowed. So, it's a it's a process of allowing myself. Yeah, to feel where, angry. Where I I did. You're right. I mean, I I would not allow myself yeah. things, and I and I was like, you know what? If, if I had if that, this, if you're going to sacrifice this life that you had, that was a great life. You know, in pursuit of you, like if you're going to do this eat, pray, love shit, dude, like you have got to really get into uh, it and allow yourself so many mistakes Mm -hmm. and honest emotional and mental reactions to things because otherwise you're just going to be the bitch. Oh, totally. You know, you're just going to let, you know, your surroundings and other people dictate what you are and who you are and how you're going to react to things. And I did that for a very long time. Uh, I mean, not pointing any fingers to anything but myself and my own fear. Like, again, that codependency of like, you know, oh, they're not going to let, you know, I have to make others happy. I have to Mm -hmm. make others happy. And I mean, it clearly directly goes back to, you know, I became funny when my, when my dad got divorced. Like, right. I, you know, the, the audience is like, you ain't funny yet, bitch. But, <laughs> but I, I, coping, I, coping mechanisms, yes. Right. Like, like just trying to cheer my dad up and, you know, and just like the, you know, there were so many times when bad things would happen and it was just my job to be like, no, yeah. we're all good. And yeah. before you know it, you've created this shell that you're just, you don't even remember the core of those, of yeah. those 
reactions. You don't even remember that they were coping mechanisms. You're just the funny guy. Totally. And the shell is like this Ben Grimm level thing where you're like, oh, I don't even remember the, who's down there. You know what I mean? So. Well, you you brought up out. you brought up an interesting point because. Um, uh, so I I have not been married, but when it's I awesome. when no it's not awesome, but no it is I, awesome. I mean, like but, marriage but, is but awesome. I, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> marriage is awesome. I, yeah, yeah, marriage yeah. is fucking awesome. I yeah. sat I was at Stanley Comic Con on a panel shortly after leaving the house, and I was moderating a panel with like Stan and a bunch of comic creators who I loved. They're all married, and I looked at the, I remember just spinning out, looking at the rings on their fingers, and being like, what the. Fuck. Yeah. Like, I got kicked out of, the like, one club I really wanted to be a part of. You know what I mean? But, and I'm going to get back to that. I'm getting back to the club. I was going to say, that, that's the thing, is, like, <laughs> Phone party. I feel like a lot of people get married uh, without, like I said earlier, without being prepared. What you're talking about, the whole catharsis and, like, the feeling of just after it's ended and now finally doing the work on yourself that, you know, we all should be doing much earlier in our lives is, like... So I didn't, I, like I said, I wasn't married, but I had an abusive relationship mm-hmm. that put me in therapy for like two years of hardcore deep. I was depressed out of my mind. I couldn't function. I couldn't think. I couldn't, it, I was fucked. And you just give me his address. <laughs> you don't have well, any of his no, old you know clothes. I, I'll track him I never, I never want to, uh, I never ever want to speak to him, That's but, but I, <laughs> but I'm it. so grateful for that time because what you're saying exa- is is that feeling like you're so broken after and 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 all of the mistakes you make i made so many mistakes trying to come back into dating in that same time like it felt almost like what you're, you're what you're talking about without all the legalities but <laughs> you know but i mean like coming back i fucked up with people i didn't know what i wanted i all the i same thing i had um i was told by my therapist she was like you don't know how to get angry and i didn't Oh, I would wow. sit there and I would I would blame myself. I'd be like, I was this is the things I could have done. A B C D E. It's my fault. Like this, is, she was like, you're allowed to be angry. And we did this whole chart, and she was yeah. like, you don't know how to get mad. And so I had to learn, weirdly enough, to start expressing when something was like annoying me or upsetting me. And so and now I'm just known for being an angry person. No, are, are you no, <laughs> now? I'm like an angry elf. But but um, I mean, what do you do? Do you? I mean, because exercise has really helped me, and the geekscapists have seen me over the last few years become like a jock and a lot of that is, was escapism at first yeah. like completely like hey this is how I get away get a, I, like in my like in my just have my, my time just by myself yeah. and recalibrate who I am and then it was also part of my writing process but I get a lot of that I just sweat it out you know it's like yeah look uh, here's the thing i i really believe now it's important for people to feel what they're feeling like when you're really sad be fucking really sad if you're mad at yourself be really mad at yourself there's a difference though don't dwell in it right feel it and then let it go and then even anger feel it and let it go and ideally I make and, like and communicate Stark. it to the people like there are times like, <laughs> i'm adding that dude that you that i'm like the, i'm a little opposite like i, I tend to really repress feelings like I am not good at processing things right away I can only speak after and then I joke about it like I that's just how I did it for a long time and now I've learned to be like okay I just take a pause I'm like that annoyed me say it and Mm -hmm. I just believe the right person 
or and people in my life understand what I'm trying to say when I'm saying it. And, and other people and they off. don't. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, and like, I'm just like, oh, okay, well, like I'm sorry that we you know, if me expressing that I was disappointed in something makes you have this like outrageous response, then it's fine. Yeah, like I there's only one you know. person you have to live with. Period. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there have been so many times <laughs> yeah. in the last year where someone's just it ain't working. Yeah. And I'm like, you hear that whistle? Yeah. That's the train to fuck off town and you got a ticket. <laughs> so I want to know, besides, so you mentioned some of the hardest parts about, you know, coming back into this dating game. It's very new, but I think like the, you touched on a few things, the importance of like, do people even believe in love anymore? Um, better. The, the <laughs> managing the fear of like failing again. Um, but then this is also an interesting one. When do you mention to somebody that you're dating that you you're divorced or getting a divorce? No, I I believe that adult if you're not an adult, don't be playing this game and yeah. like the most adult thing you can come you can start off with is you got to you got to get right with the quick with this stuff and yeah. say listen, like we're setting the board and this is where the pieces are and my pieces have these Things. Yeah, Agreed, yeah. I'm wearing a D&D shirt, so we're just do D&D <laughs> style. Let them know the stats yeah. before you go into the dungeon together, <laughs> right? Like, you need to know if, like, if, yeah. if the people that you are going to dungeon with have got your back and are able to heal you up when you've taken a pounding. You know, like, you, you got to think about the party. But, you know, there, there are a lot of younger ki- people nowadays, too. Like, a married. lot of people are getting married. <laughs> but they were getting married at 21, 22. Right. And by the time, like, uh, my ex, he was, he got married at 22. He, uh, Bruce Lee, he was divorced by 28. And so, you know, and then they start dating and aren't sure, like, when do you tell people? Though I still feel, I don't think you need to say it on date one to somebody unless you really feel like that person's mature enough to handle it. But I do think by two or three, it's important to be like, hey, I wanted to give you the information and this is my background. But hopefully, like, you're not bringing that. uh, That story and that past to this current relationship. I, you have to be wisened up. You know, I would like yeah. to think that I am wisened up. I also have to understand that there is a part of me that is absolutely not healed and that I will be surprising myself and that things are going to mm-hmm. cause responses to me that are un- unpredictable. That being said, um, if the other person isn't mature... <laughs> why are you? Yeah. Why are you going on a date with them? I, yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but like this is a this is a mature game. You've already played it through several levels. You know, like my ex wife and I. I love all these games. Well, my ex wife and I, we, we went to Solvang for a friend's wedding once, and we saw a couple kind of arguing on the on the sidewalk, and and I made a joke to her, and I was like relationship level solving and i thought of this entire like rpg where like these different getaways are like dungeons and you have to level up because you're not ready to go to the dungeon of solving right off the bat you know what i mean you haven't even done parents weekend like you have to figure it out <laughs> you know like you're gonna go on a wine tour yeah. like hell no the mini boss will kill you like you have got to figure it out when she starts yakking into that little weird tin thing yeah like figure it out the, the things that people know are right off the bat when I get to know them, is like, I'm straight edge. I don't drink, which is fine. And I don't do drugs. It's fine. Um, not saying they can't do it. And then they, they know that, like, I went through a divorce. Yeah. I, you know, and, like, baby steps and whatever. Uh, 
don't be so aggressive. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Aggressive may have been what got you in yeah. this deal in the first place. Yeah. You know? Uh, but I think, uh, you know, again, though, and, and you're right, like, it doesn't always have to do with maturity. Like my ex, uh, crazy guy who I told you We're about the about abusive Bruce? release. The no, abusive no, guy. Abusive the, yeah, guy. the hunted. He, um, we, right? I'm just gonna call him the hunted because, like, just bring me an article <laughs> yeah, with right? clothing. I'll find him. I'm like fucking but, Logan. Um, but he, a month and a half into us dating, where he basically moved himself into my uh, my apartment. Okay, now I'm calling him the hobo. Yeah, right. Um, I found out he um, had a baby mother and two kids. <gasps> and, like, I didn't know any of that until much later. It's all got to be and, the first one. Oh, I'm, yeah, and I agree. You have to set the board. That's and at crazy. that point, I was like, oh, great. And now, I hate to say it, but, like, in hind- like if I had been given that information in the beginning, I probably wouldn't have gotten into it. Because I Absolutely just feel not. like, for the most part, one, I was very young. And two, I also just felt like... Most people haven't reconciled some of these relationships, especially with baby mothers. And so I was like, man, it's a little tough situation to get into for me. Not to but say that single what, parenthood is no, not an honorable it's not, thing. But it's, I think that let you, me know off the bat the thing. what the I score think that is. People should give the other person the, the knowledge to make their own decision that's right for their life. There are parts of my life that I know other people wouldn't be okay with. Right. So I tell them straight up, Satanism. like, hey, A, B, C, D, E, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I come with a G.I. Joe card. I, um, like, you get on the back of G.I. Joe I'm figures. Really I just come with a card. Like, you just know. Yeah. It's like, and okay. I say those things, and I say, hey, these are my deal breaker. This is what I have. If this worked for you, great. If it doesn't, I completely understand. But, like, you need to make that decision. You need to have the knowledge before you get in. So I do think it's important. Yeah, people no. People say it I, earlier. You later. are in, in in many of these conversations. Like, yeah, no, that's a that's a pretty in depth level at that point. That is, yeah. that's almost solving. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> we are going to take a quick break, but when we sure. come back, we're going to try to we're going to discuss like what do you do to get back in the game and uh, tips for people who might be uh, dating someone who is divorced and how to manage that. Uh, but first, this message. We only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the Signature Crafted Recipes collection by McDonald's, Garlic White Cheddar. It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce and a juicy tomato slice off between a soft warm artisan roll. <sighs> Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other Signature Crafted Recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Introducing McDonald's new one, two, three dollar menu with breakfast favorites for one, two, or three dollars. So now you can save for a, a new gaming console for my son. Wait, isn't your son five months old? Who told you? I just know these things. Build whatever meal you want with favorites on McDonald's new one, two, three dollar menu. Wake up to savory sausage and fluffy scrambled egg with our one dollar sausage burrito. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hey guys, you're listening to Kind of Dating. I'm Natasha. Today our topic is dating after divorce, and I have Geekscape podcast host Jonathan London, also a writer and director, and uh, overall cool dude, uh, who's now <laughs> cool dude. I started Geekscape single. for nothing. <laughs> um, okay, so wait, did you just pimp me out? Yeah, I did. You gave me a jingle. Yeah. Well, there's some people who might have a problem with that. Well, no, I mean, I'm kidding, I'm it not. is what it is. <laughs> uh, 
I'm just I'm just wing girling, man. Shit. Thank you, ma'am. Um, Thank you. So, and I only say ma'am not based on age, but based on the whole text. I was like, gosh, I, everybody no, knows it's a, it's that a, I'm yeah. just shy of 21 here. Yeah, uh, that's good. That's good. It's too young for me, but it's good. <laughs> I play 16 to 24. That's what everybody knows. Fantastic. Um, so, you know, let's just call it your recently get you're getting a divorce you're in the process of all of this but you are starting to get back in this game there are other people out there who have gone through the same thing and are trying mm-hmm. to get back in the game what do they need to know before you get in the game doesn't the game hasn't changed i was talking to somebody who was a good friend of mine uh and he's younger and we were on this 24 hour scavenger hunt uh for girls no, no, that's pretty awesome. But uh, but uh, I hey, put I put I together a group. Come up with that uh, event. It's a good for event. This twenty four hour scavenger hunt, and a lot of the things that they made you do were like these really embarrassing things. Like I ate a beetle, which was fine, but uh, you know, and some of the stunts involved going up to strangers, absolute strangers, and doing kind of embarrassing things or just giving them flowers, etc. And he just saw how I was doing these things with. It, with what seemed to not be a care in the world, um, but what it is is just an absence of ego. The dating thing, you know, I know that we feel like we've been smacked up a little. I know that we feel like there's some level of trepidation that needs to be, you know, uh, acknowledged before we go out there. Uh, and we may feel like we are damaged goods. The truth is, uh, everybody's we everybody's damaged. Goods. Yeah, everybody is damaged goods. Everybody's scared. Everybody's worried. Uh, what I asked him was, "What are you preserving?" And I don't mean to insult the guy, but or any of you, but what is so important and so precious? that a no will set you further back than inaction. Because inaction is what you started with. A no is what you started with. Totally. You go up to somebody and you ask them out and they say no. You're telling me you're going to go negative and you're going to have such a horrible reaction to that that it will set you back? That's your ego talking. And your ego is a bunch of horse shit. It yeah. doesn't exist. It's a boogeyman telling you that the, that the words are going to hurt you. They're not going to hurt you. Yeah. None of this shit is legal. Or none of this shit's lethal. Yeah, lethal. <laughs> half, of it, half of it's legal. Yeah, I was about uh, to be like, uh. The good stuff is But isn't. I think you brought that to you good just, point. Just go up there and ask. And if they say no, yeah. you go for it. But, but I think our self-care is so up. Yeah. That it's not. And my, like, my self-care is not. It, that's not what my self-care is. And I'm not saying I don't have self-worth. I don't have ego yeah. when it comes to this stuff. My ego is placed in other things that, you, are, that drive me crazy. Have you tried like therapy or anything like that? Of course. Like therapy is amazing. Yeah. Therapy well, is amazing. That's but, what I, but I, I don't I talk think... to my therapist about this. I you don't. Th- well, I talk to my therapist a little bit about dating, but I acknowledge that- Well, no, not that... about dating and spe- like specifically, but about- it- uh, getting over the the hurdles from the past that might be affecting the hurdles is your... I'm still in love yeah and and like but I never want to turn that off yeah you know if you turn that off then what the hell are you doing like, right like that is the reason you are on the planet with other people yeah you know and I think one of the questions that you that you ask your guests is what is love yeah you know and 
Well, no, wait, we're going to hold that we, we, one. We can do it. And I want to address it because I was batting it back and forth. And I was like, how many fucking guests have said, baby, don't hurt me? You know? Well, nobody said it <laughs> nobody yet. Nobody said, I baby, don't hurt me. Like, because I... <laughs> oh, you haven't asked it. <laughs> no, this oh, is the one. very okay. first one. Uh, spoiler, guys. She sends yep. pre-questions. <laughs> so you know when you listen to Geekscape why I'm so sloppy. Don't send pre-questions. Yeah. Anyway, she sends pre-questions. We'll get to that one. But... uh allow yourself to emote allow yourself to get hurt be almost enthused about being mm-hmm. hurt because think about it almost like uh anybody who's ever been successful in anything the one or two successes that they absolutely knocked out of the park that you heard of were met with so many swings and misses mm-hmm. and the swings and misses are where you prep for those knocks out of the park and that's kind of what is exciting about it i don't do apps. I barely do dating. Um, but when I do, it is like, like the people I see are such incredibly rewarding experiences because. Well, uh, a lot of the, the experiences know, I hear about are people who are actually worried that this, the field is super different now because of technology. And I'm just like, embrace it. Have fun. Like, try different things. Who the fuck cares? Oh, I'd be lying if I didn't Go. feel like fucking Steve Rogers getting pulled out of the ice by the Avengers. Like, right. I, came out, I was like, like, again, last time I was single yeah. was 1999. Yeah. So I'm like, there are fucking video games for this shit now? Like, exactly. are you kidding me? Like, but that, a friend but of mine was doing Bumble like and you, they, I was looking at him do it. I was like, what the hell? hell is this but i feel like you should just try and if it's not your vibe then i get it but try have fun like you said right. who cares like i only at the have end of the sex day. like in demolition man when <laughs> when sylvester's alone well, remember that about... they put those seashells on their heads <laughs> No, I also I think that doing. when you're, if somebody is getting back into the dating game, to be clear and honest about where you are in the different stages. Like, I think if you're just super fresh, like you might be, I don't know if you're really, I know that you would want to find love and be in a committed relationship, but are you really there yet right now? Probably not. And that's okay. No, it's the that's absolute totally goal okay. that I'm not prepared for and yeah. that sucks because it, but it I shouldn't. love it but, but it shouldn't but here's the thing everything up in people life on dates, hey listen I am like I am starting to wig out a little bit and this is starting to get to me let's um, let's not talk for a little bit I'm gonna come back I will come around I promise you and, 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 and like conviction is huge for me that is like a number one with a bullet um so, but I'll just say, hey, listen, I'm starting to get a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of like, this is still new for me. And this is still, you know, I still have feelings in other places. Um, if you want to bail, you can bail. But, yeah, you know, I'm just letting you know what I'm going through. And I mean, look, hey, that's that's an honest response. And and uh, it again, it, I tell people on the show, don't take this personally, but it's like the Maya Angelou quote, I say it in almost every other fucking episode. I heard you but, on a guest, yeah. as a guest, and I think you said it. Yeah, and yeah. I, and it's just, you know, when somebody shows you who, who you are, who they are, believe them the first time. Right. And that's not a bad thing, but if you're sh- telling somebody, hey, I have, I'm having anxiety right now, this is like overwhelming, and the, the girl on the other end or guy on the other end is like, oh no, I'm going to fix that. Don't. Just let the person go through what they need to go through. And if you decide that to want to stay or, or take them back or whatever it is, then cool. But if that doesn't work for you, also cool. Like, there's no love lost either way. But I just do think that people should um, 
listen and respect the other person's process also. Yeah, telling you, know? you what you think I should be doing is probably a bit of a turn off. <laughs> no offense. I'm sure yeah, you're wonderful. Yeah. But telling me what you think I should be doing um, is not part of the process of self-discovery. Uh, please don't be offended if I if I call my parents in lieu of you <laughs> <laughs> for, for some advice. They've had the instruction manual much longer. Totally, you know I mean? of and, course. Uh, and you're great, uh, but you may also have a horse in the race. Yeah. And, uh, and not that I don't trust uh, you, but I just need... But that's part of the distance game, and I'm yeah. and I'm trying to learn to be alone. And you know, I I talked to my ex the other day and was just telling her like I am trying to do the homework because obviously if you if you if you're going to just go through something like that with somebody that is like wonderful and it's like head, I know it's head scratching to so many of our friends that we're like what the fuck and uh. I wish I could apologize to them, but I can't because I. But your friends I aren't living your thing. life, so my friends are not living my yeah. life, and if they do not want to be my friends anymore, I hear the whistle blowing. You know which town it goes to. It's a one-way ticket. Well, it's interesting because my <laughs> my friends too. Like I'm, uh, I'm obviously everybody knows that I'm very, and most of the time I'm very single. And you're an they, ass kicker. Huh? You're like an ass kicker. Me? Yeah, like like you're the kind of woman who like scares me. I sometimes. scare most people. I've been told. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> like not scare like oh see you later ah, like yeah, run yeah. the other direction. But like what is this about? Yeah, I'm a very direct you know what I mean. Person. Yeah, yeah. Well, a very what? A direct person. I've been told. That's huge. I don't know. I mean, I get it. I, it's my it's my um my strength and my weakness. So I've, like I've learned. Yes. Yeah. Cool. You need like yeah. a good John Romita Jr. like singer cover <laughs> of like you putting like something in the trash Basically, and walking away. Yeah. Um, I've been told many a times that I'm intimidating. So I understand. And I don't know why. Because I'm the littlest person out of uh, most people in the room. But uh, you know what? If, you, if you're going to get intimidated, folks, I acknowledge that, that there are things about you that intimidate me. But if you're going to get intimidated, don't get on the like. Don't pick up the basketball. Like, yeah, don't yeah. play. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, that's or, the thing. Or play in the G League. This is really funny because I actually went on a date with this guy that I sort of really liked, and then he was. He said to me, um, which just showed me that he was clearly very insecure. He just pointed out that you know it takes a very secu- a really secure guy to date you, and. I was just like, and he almost said it like it was like a semi-fault of mine. And I just no. said, uh, I was like, yeah, I agree. I'm not sure what the this problem is. This would be our is, first date. Are you but... ready? I know. Recently sure. divorced. This would be our first date. <laughs> Thailand. Underground tournament. <laughs> I would get like something flammable and spray it in a ring around the floor and light it on fire and be like, listen, we're either getting out of this together <laughs> Or in pieces, and because I'm not intimidated, I would be like, "Ring the gong, man! Let's go cage fighting." That's how you got to do it. And and I'm being silly. I'm being a little no. facetious, but, but I want to say, but Geekscapist, it's your show. No, <laughs> but no, but listen, uh, almost daters, uh, you almost have to just step up if you are ready to step up. Um, I um, I will admit I was wearing this very Dungeons & Dragons shirt a few weeks ago, had forgotten I was wearing it, was getting eyes from someone in a coffee shop, and was not going to talk to them. Not because I was intimidated, but because it was like, hey man, listen, I ain't chasing nobody because I'm working on me. And the person came over and was like, hey, can you watch my stuff for a little bit? 
And I was like, sure. Clearly they've been making eyes. Came back. What are you working on? Had a nice conversation. Exchanged information. It did not go in any place, but it was like a boost of confidence. It's like, dude, I I will admit, I stayed in a situation where I was not working on myself because I was like, dude, you're 38 and the hair on your head is falling out. Like, you've got to stay. And like, there was some PTSD, not caused by anybody, but like caused by the trauma I'd been through in my life that I had allowed to just fester. And it was a confidence boost to be like, hey man, you're wearing a D&D shirt. And somebody who like, is it totally not a geek? Like this woman came over and was like, hi, I want to know more about you. And I was like, level five rogue <laughs> halfling. Like, I don't, Oh, love that your brain like, works in- you know what I mean? Like I, I was just, I, well, welcome to Geekscape because yeah. in my brain, this is the language I speak. Yeah. yeah, I love uh, it. And, uh, you can find more at Geekscape, yeah. but, uh, but the, it's just, um, allow the guys. These do not have to be home runs. These don't have to be more than conversations. If you are interested in dating, just use these as little confidence boosts. Yeah. Use these as as outings. Find out if someone's allergic to peanut butter. Like find out if <laughs> right. someone's into Thai food. Yeah. Find out if someone is very good at bowling. Just use these as as, as experiences. Because you know what, You're, it's not going to last forever. We all get the same going away gift. It smells like dirt. There's like six feet of it. Maybe yeah. you're, you know, but like, like just I go. I just want to be burned. And do it. I think I'm going to get cremated <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. Um, it just seems like l- less pollution or I mean, less you, pollution. maybe it's more pollution. No, no, but no, I don't yourself, know. I just like, I just don't want somebody digging me up later. You can get put in a seed. I'm just like, just that? be done. And I'm, you seen I'm the one where they put you in a seed? No, I don't want to be in the sea. I don't want nothing. No, I'll come back as a tree, like in Game of Thrones. I'll be like, welcome to it. Or they can put you in a reef. A really? coral reef. They can work the ashes into an artificial coral reef, so there are fish. That's like, so funny. You know, brown people do. Brown people just fucking we just burn people and just throw them in the no, in no, no, the, no. What you guys call the Ganges. Uh, I thought brown people got reincarnated. Like, what, what, what no, are they, we what get cremated. Well, yeah, but we get. That's why they're just like let go of the body. Yeah, and they let go cremate of the, you uh, and they, they throw you in the river. I may have eaten a relative of you when I said that. <laughs> you beetle, might. You but they were a did. dick because yeah. they were a beetle. Yeah, they worked their asses down. They did not. Yeah, they were live a good life. Hopefully that beetle learned its lesson yeah. <laughs> and is going to come back as someone miraculous very true uh that's awesome but i want to know so okay we've talked a lot about like you know people who are going through divorce but if you're dating somebody who is divorced um and that's happened on the show i really think i'll be honest you've brought up a lot of again because this is new for you and you're still working oh. through it i think it's important for people who are and as somebody who had firsthand experience dating somebody who was also semi fresh in it um to really if you are going to go down that path you need to you guys really need to communicate and make sure that the the person who is a divorcee is ready i think that that's the biggest thing if you yes. have expectations and you want something that is a serious relationship mm-hmm. then really only date people who are ready and i've had situations where i like again just completely just i think i'm all in I, you know i walk up i go on a great date or something in and, and then like something in me just falls out and it sucks because you don't know what is happening and you realize either you're having anxiety or a panic attack but suddenly you're like i this is a situation i i don't 
I'm not oh, yeah. prepared for and you wig out and yeah. Again, like commitment is and something I, th- I always ran through. And I think that through. it's like a trauma thing, to be honest. Like sure. when I when I came out of the abusive one, uh, when I'm saying I made a lot of mistakes is, you know, I talk about it. I was single purposely for five and a half years. I dated a lot. And I, the exact same response happened for me. But mine was because he was crazy that every <laughs> time I looked at someone, he was literally basically oh, living no. a double life, which is fine now. He was very controlling of you. Uh, even though he had that side. Yes, that too. Even though he had a, the baby <laughs> Yeah, that too. But it was just it was just torturous in a lot of ways. Like right. he was cheating on me with everybody and their mother wouldn't leave. I will say in the ring of fire in Thailand, if you want to leave, we can. <laughs> like you can leave. No. I just, you know, it's just like why not go through the harder But what I'm saying is when because of that experience, I started dating people and any time even even the nicest people, I feel terrible about it just PTSD I started thinking they all had double lives I couldn't even look oh, no. at him in person and be I just immediately was like oh yeah he's probably got A, B, C, D, E that's yeah, going off villains. on the side and so I started becoming well if I can't beat him join him so I was just like I don't want to be I don't want to have a relationship oh, with you and I was very like I'm going to date other people you date other people do you I do me we hang out whenever we hang so it just like I kept yeah. people at such a distance the guys used to tell me they were like you're emotionless you're heartless I had people call me a cold-hearted bitch I, I because I just didn't. <laughs> just well, kidding, I mean, back back then, <laughs> sure. I, I understand, and and you were, I've talked were, about were, it on the show. You were defending yourself. You were making sure. But that I you think were at the core of it, that's again. what people are still scared of. That's what trauma is, to, right? Even if uh, you feel like you hurt somebody else through your divorce, there's still, you know, part of the ego the is that is that we we worry that a part of us will die or has died and I need to preserve the other parts that remain. So it's like, oh, if I get in, fall in love with somebody else or something moves faster than I can control, then, and again, something just is a mistake and doesn't work out, a part of me will die. For me, I had to purpose, I had to start realizing, okay, one, calm the fuck down. Like not everybody has a double life. And two, I had to work on myself and calm all that PTSD down because I had a lot of it. Sure. And I still once in a blue moon it triggers, you know? Good. And, I but, mean, I just say no, good it's, it's only just because a human it's thing. Like, yeah. yeah, it is. And it's fine. I mean good, like, yeah, get some more of that PTSD, girl. <laughs> but the biggest thing for me was I had to learn I would survive. Like, yes. for me, I was like, it's okay. You can date people. You can get hurt. Even if somebody cheats on you, you'll survive. And, like, my- You'll get hurt. Yeah, get and that's hurt. okay. And look, my ex—I've talked about it now. I was living with him, and he was living with you. This is, he just no, no, this is, this is oh, the last. Else? So after five and a half okay. years, I actually ended up in a real relationship right, I need with the somebody. Wikipedia. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, he and I uh, ended up living together, which was a big deal for a commitment of course. film. And uh, and then uh, he also, you know, he cheated on me, and that's okay. And I was actually okay. Right. I was just like, hey, I survived. And I and my and my whole family, everybody was just like, "Don't revert back to old old Tasha." Defensive Tasha. Yeah, Tasha. and I just said, "I was like, I'm not. I feel like I'm saved, and it's good. I know." And off he needs to go off yeah. and work on his issues because he had a lot. And I was like, "God bless. I gotta go in another way." And now, I, at least, I felt free. I was like, "Oh, well, at least I'm free." And everybody in my in my life is just saying, "Like, hey, don't throw yourself into something new. Don't throw you because." I live passionately. Like, yeah. I want to feel everything. I want to experience people. I I, I find something beautiful in everyone. Yeah. It's, like, and I love women. I love, you know, and I, 
I find them exciting and I like attention and all this and um but Demona, and I'm fascinated you, by them but you but but then there's that danger and yeah. like everybody's like Jonathan pump the brakes well, and not to say that I'm like dating a shit ton I'm not I'm like barely doing anything but um I actually think but I want to be but I want to be but well I'm I'm trying to really do my homework like yeah. I'm like I'm sorry I gotta go early gotta go do my homework yeah <laughs> that's kind of what I'm doing on a personal level yeah um and I think that is important coming out of out of a divorce. It's like, hey, do your homework. You can play when your homework's done. Yeah. Uh, give yourself a little bit of time each week to do it. And so I'll say, like, hey, listen, we've hung out two, three nights of the week. Mm-hmm. I can't give you a third or fourth. Yeah. I, you know, that's a lot. That may go to I another did. person. Yeah. That may go to me. That would probably go to me. Totally. You know what I mean? But like, and it's allowed to go to another person too because you know, when you're dating. I actually in the in the first little bit of when you're starting to date people, you should be dating multiple people. It doesn't mean you have to sleep right. with all of right. them, but I I think that you should. And, and somebody Thailand. else who's expecting for you to be hanging out three four times a week that's their own. That means that they have their own issues that me, are clingy and attachment it's and whatever. So easy to turn like three or four five like into five. Well, you know, and like and I just but here's the thing, like, dude, Jonathan, you can't. Dude. We had uh, we had a relationship expert on the show, Demona Hoffman, um, from the Dates and Mates podcast. Mm-hmm. And she says something that's she it's not like her thing, but she talks about it a lot about slow love, the slow burn. And and that Those actually like stuff. everybody's always trying to jump into things fast. Even people who are trying to div- date people who are divorced are most likely not doing it for the right reasons. A lot of people have the codependency of mm. like, I'm going to fix this person. And when I date somebody, my first like yeah. what I told you, when I tell you on a first date, it's. This isn't a Coldplay song. You're not going to fix me. Don't try no. to fix me. I'm not going to try to fix you. I don't want to be your mom. I don't want to be your I wife. I don't want any of that. Songs. Oh, no offense that. to Coldplay, and I think, but like, I love them. Aisha I like, and I went to the concert. I, I was like, like Coldplay. on a high for three days. I do like Coldplay. I sometimes like covers of Coldplay more than Coldplay. What? There's some good no. ones out there. Gonna have to. Okay, get, yeah, you gotta, make, you gotta send that. Yo, girl, I'm making you a mixtape. I don't need that kind of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's want, getting too serious. I don't want this your, is when he's bailing. Guys, he's bailing. We, he's went, bailing. we went to Thailand. He made her a Coldplay <laughs> covers mixtape. Shit got weird. They yeah. were wrapping glass around their hands like Van Damme. Like, this is weird. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Right? <laughs> my, advice, my advice to guys. Cage fighting. <laughs> uh, no, if you are going to, on a date with someone who is divorced, uh, do not, have, you know, just, just be open to spontaneous turns of attitude because like I have surprised myself where I'm like all in and then I realize nobody put like water in the pool and I hit the concrete yep. and I'm like that was not yeah. fun that dude. was that was my pro- that was Bruce Lee and I on and off for a year it was like really hot he was like yeah. hardcore there and then he would freak out and then he would disappear yeah. and then he would come back and they would di- and I was I just like freak dude out we need anybody. to chill I want to be right well I was okay. I, I would be, be okay if I, here's the but, thing I think I think you can be there in time, but I do think you need to commute. Everybody, like we all just need to communicate where we are. Like I'm currently in a state, honestly, in life where I'm a little confused about what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm just like in a a place where I'm like, well, do I want a really committed relationship right now? Mm -hmm. Or I'm, and and right now I'm just also working on a lot of projects and, and there's a part of me that's just like, I don't have the time and trust me, I'm the person who makes time for all of this, but 
it's just sometimes I'm just not feeling it and I don't know what to do. And so I say that honestly to people. I'm like, look, I don't know right now. But if I like somebody, I'm definitely like giving things a shot and I'm moving slowly at a pace mm-hmm. that I can handle. That means not Coldplay song. Listen, if somebody took me to a Coldplay concert, though, um, it might speed up real fast. Thailand. You're only getting the Van like, Damme You only get Thailand. You only get the Van Damme Okay, well, I think I feel like we could go on and on about this, and and really we we're can. We're doing swimmingly, <laughs> um, but we're probably going to have to bring you back uh, for another episode. You're, I think you're coming on Geekscape for the second parter. <laughs> With that, we are. Yeah, have we done a crossover episode. <laughs> That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Um, <laughs> you have to teach my. My, my, my geeks gave us <laughs> how to, you know, get with the ladies <laughs> um, or the dudes. Yeah. I love you, gay scapists. <laughs> love you so much. There are, there are many gay scapists. Yeah, there are. There them. are lots. Um, no, we can, honestly, we can keep going, but come, we'll have you back in a few what more months like, when, you're, when, you're, when you're at the next <laughs> phase. Get an update? At the next phase. I've um, had so many drugs. No, I'm kidding. Right? So normally, <laughs> this is completely different, okay? But yeah. normally, we ask every guest on the show five questions. Sure. I don't know why. Last week, I started thinking about this, and I'm changing it. The yeah, look, roll. Mason is giving me like a what? Mason, can we get some production, you know what? Here's the a thing, drum roll okay? or something? Inside the actor studio has like twelve questions, but I'm not going to do twelve. I'm just going to add a sixth. Okay. Okay. And this is the where this six. is the sixth question that we're going to. So it's going to be six questions now. Sure. And uh, Jonathan, you're the first person that I'm asking about this. So, uh, and yes, guys, I have to send guests sometimes these questions in advance. Thanks for fucking calling me out. But yeah. No. It's thanks because, for calling you out for being professional. It's because <laughs> it's fantastic. It's because. People tend to get stumped sometimes, and then we have like long lulls of silence that I try to fill with like Jeopardy music, but um, you know it doesn't always help. I have read your questions. I have yes. thought in depth and briefly about. Yeah, questions. good, good, good. So here, Jonathan, are your six questions. Great. However, you interpret them is your interpretation. <laughs> I'll just do some dance yep. moves in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> what is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Laugh. Absolutely, their laugh. Um, it is my little mini, still trying to be funny, then have everybody have a good time, ego boost of having somebody's laugh. I remember your laugh, my friend, uh, at Comic-Con. I, uh, I will tell you how we met. Uh, I was at an event, and I saw you as a Hispanic guy. I thought you were Hispanic. You're not Hispanic, but it's okay. And I, I did it all the time. It's okay. <laughs> and I uh, and I was like um, asking my friend like who is that you know just like she seems cool uh, and uh, and I like really stumbled or like she knew somebody you were in a conversation with started like so we the four of us were in a proximity talking and I was like, okay, what's the funniest thing you can say right now? <laughs> you know, like listening to their conversation because they knew each other. We did not. And I was like, what is the funniest thing you can say in that conversation to make that fourth party laugh? And that was like the barometer. That was like, let's nice. just see what her laugh looks like, yeah. dude. And so on that, and we're those here, are my so cards at least I passed on the table. a decent test. One step closer right. to Thailand. <laughs> what is? <laughs> we're both gonna die in a cage. I know. I'm so scared of burning <laughs> oh, to no. death. I don't know. Thailand will be great. <laughs> um, what is your one deal breaker? Uh, just boredom. Mm. Just being boring. Yeah. Um, my my two biggest pet peeves is being mean and being boring. Um, being mean is like you have need to have effort to be mean. <laughs> you have to work hard to be mean. Like just being 
you're probably not going to be mean. Uh, and being boring is a lack of effort. Uh, just, you know, uh, just, you know, just throw something out, you know, fast, you know, what do you want to do for dinner? Have some, you know, nice little response. It can be generic. I can work with generic, but just throw something out yeah. there. Boring is, boring stinks. You know, yeah. like I can date myself. I'm, I'm, I'm really good at it. The sex is better. So like, <laughs> just throw, let's, um, so opposite of something. that, what turns you on? That laugh, the oh, laugh, yeah. the laugh is, uh, is huge. Yeah. Um, in, in eye contact, um, you know, just the, you know, the things that are like the core of intimacy beyond physical, like the, like the physical touch is the next level of that. But the laugh and the eye contact mm. is like that, that, that will knock me over every time, um, from the right person. Yeah. Tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Let me find a strength. I got many weaknesses. <laughs> um, Confidence is still very much a weakness for me, um, and it's something that I have to continue to 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 tell myself is there. And you know, I can I can tell other people to be confident all I want, uh, but you still have to be able to do it. And it's something that I'm still growing. And like fear has kept fear kept me in a box for a very long time. It kept me in a box for, for a lot of my life, and and it's crazy because. Um, all that stuff was out of my control uh and so that confidence is still a little bit of a problem and so the best way to do it is just go the other way mm-hmm. and say hey listen you're starting to have a bout of confidence right now wrap your hands dip them in the rosin dip them in the glass and let's cage fight like let's mm-hmm. go and that's the last time i'll mention the whole thailand stupid joke <laughs> but you know what i mean like that's my advice yeah, for yeah, people yeah. who have those bouts of confidence is like imagine yourself there's a cliff and you know there's plenty of water down there to not hit the bottom just jump totally worst case scenario you know it's like talking to that person worst case scenario you end up with the no that you were gonna get by not talking to them in the first place so just go in the complete opposite direction and here's my advice for failing fail spectacularly so that it is so memorable that you learn from it everyone learns from it and you fucking made an impression yeah you know fail spectacular don't fail modestly that starts edging you towards that boring thing i don't like fail miraculously <laughs> gloriously go down in the history books because you know what you're gonna sw- it's a pendulum yeah. and you're gonna swing back so good so that confidence what uh, is your strength my god i i love so much <laughs> i'm just so passionate and that can really lend itself to allowing myself to stomach a level of abuse that is too much yeah um so there is a continual need to temper that passion with um with uh, self-awareness yeah. and just be like okay let's just keep a status going on a status update going on the situation because you can go full bore into the uh, another person. I love people so much. <laughs> so, so this is the flip question. This yes, is ma'am. the new question. All right. What is love? Uh, I know what love isn't. Love isn't obsession because obsession is is you defining. It is or the, isn't. Lo- obsession is you defining oh. the other thing. Mm-hmm. Love is absolutely accepting the other thing and celebrating it and. I love celebrating things and I love celebrating other people. Um, and I love them and I want to make shirts that say Geekscape loves you. Yeah. And that's how I started signing off. Geekscape loves you because, uh, I think it's important. We've had so much negativity and, um, and people can always go to the negative. Negative is easy. 
negative is safe. Neg- negative is uh, falling back inside of yourself and kind of like staying in your little cave. And that's why we call them trolls. Like, you, you, like you can be negative. Love is vulnerability. But if you're not going to be vulnerable, what the hell is the point? Agreed. You know, the sting is life, you know? So I love uh, so much. And that's what that is. Obsession is not that. Obsession is a level of control. Um, and um, I don't know. I think that's what love is in my yeah. rambling, stupid response. No. Uh, <laughs> your final question. Yes, ma'am. Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? Uh, si se puede. Probably. I was thinking about this because. What does that mean? I just uh, spoke Spanish, remember? Uh, right. Sorry about that. Um, you know, to me, I want someone to be with me that says uh, it can be done. Mm. You know, and that was four, so I cheated. And it's okay, it. but you said it. In- but like in like, Cesar Puebla like was obviously like Cesar Chavez's whole like goal when he was fasting is like this can be done. Like we can overcome this. Um, and when I have those bouts of confidence, um, I want somebody there with me that shows their love in uh, support, not a crippling support. Um, I really am excited about the day that I'm uh, interdependent. Not even independent, but like interdependent. We're so we're or we can celebrate each other equally. Yeah. And, um, and you know, and I have to get to that point, which yeah. is crazy because I was celebrated, and I know I was celebrated, and I celebrated, and I knew I celebrated. I didn't celebrate myself, and I got. You know, and there were a lot of times I needed to be carried. I don't want to be carried. Yeah. I want to be pushed, and so. I want somebody to not only say I love you, but tell me it can be done. Yeah. Not only that, you can do this. Right. Let's go. Yeah. Wrap that. No, I said I wasn't going to do it. Jonathan, thank yes, you ma'am. so much for being on the show. This is fun. How can people find your show and you on socials? I'm at Jonathan London on Twitter uh, and I'm at geekscape.net on Instagram spelled out d-o-t-n-e-t of course geekscape.net is where we hang our hats it's their little website where you can find all of our podcasts i started podcasting with geekscape about 10 11 years ago and i looked up and now we have five shows from the audience and we're probably going to add a few more uh if you like any of the geek stuff uh you can find us also we have a booth at comic-con each year Amazing. And we have a booth coming up at Stanley's LA Comic Con. So Great. I'm guessing if you know the Meltdown Network, you might go <laughs> you to, if you're that. in LA, yep. come down to Stanley's LA Comic Con, come by the Geekscape booth, we'll throw you something fun, um, and you can hang out. Thank you so much for listening. Of course. To me. Uh, thank you so much for being on. Guys, we're also on social Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Kinda Dating, or you can find me at Natasha Chandel. Kinda Dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Come visit us, 7522 Sunset Boulevard here in LA. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you can, take a few seconds and review us on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. And send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Until next time. The show is produced by myself and Mason Booker, who's also the audio engineer. Our associate producer is Aisha Holden. Opening music composed by Joe Lorenzetti. And our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis. Introducing McDonald's new $1-2-3 menu with breakfast favorites for $1, 2 or $3. So now you can save for a, a new gaming console for my son. 
Wait, isn't your son five months old? Who told you? I just know these things. Build whatever meal you want with favorites on McDonald's new one, two, three dollar menu. Wake up to savory sausage and fluffy scrambled egg with our one dollar sausage burrito. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Introducing McDonald's new one, two, three dollar menu with breakfast favorites for one, two, or three dollars. So now you can save for a, a new gaming console for my son. Wait, isn't your son five months old? Who told you? I just know these things. Build whatever meal you want with favorites on McDonald's new one, two, three dollar menu. Wake up to savory sausage and fluffy scrambled egg with our one dollar sausage burrito. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.